Section 67 of Anecdotes of Big Cats and Other Beasts. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nancy Cochran Gergen, Gilbert, Arizona. Anecdotes of Big Cats and Other Beasts by David Alec Wilson. The Brief Biography of a Little Bear. Part 7. The Wonderful Suckling. One of the most amusing of European ways in Burma and India is the habit of adhering to hours of work and fashions of garments that suit London. In the heat of the day, the whites and their direct employees are supposed to be working hard. This leaves the best hours of the 24 for amusement, which is not exactly what was intended. The fashion is set by men who live in the hills. That is the secret. You cannot really ignore the sun in the tropics, however. You can only pretend to do it. Go into many a native quarter or bazaar in the middle of the day, as the bear used to do at Kayaktan, and you behold life honestly relaxed. The customers in the bazaar are country cousins from a distance, if there are any customers. The buzz of an occasional sewing machine is like the drone of bees in summer, harmonious enough in the ears of the bazaar sellers, many of whom are taking a siesta. When she wanted fun or fruit or to see the crowd, when she was on business, so to speak, the bear went to the bazaar like other Kayakpan people in the morning or perhaps the late afternoon. When she went in the middle of the day, it was just because Master was busy at court and it was dull at home and a rest seemed likely to be more enjoyable in company. When once she was sauntering towards it at this midday hour, she passed an Indian cottage in front of which, upon a charboy, or bedstead, used also as a couch, and now set upon the ground in a shady spot, a young Indian mother lay sound asleep, with baby in her lap, it may be guessed. At any rate, the baby had had enough for the time, while Mama lay back upon the couch, breathing peacefully. Her plump and healthy breasts were full of milk, and as the little bearers looked, the instinct of childhood returned upon her, and she went up softly and laid her lips to the nipple, which the other baby had abandoned. She milked the woman dry, said people afterwards, but nobody saw it being done. Nobody noticed anything till the street rang with female shrieks. Ayah! 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 Mother! Mother! Help! Help! Come! All! Come! All! Come! 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 All! Come! All! Help! Help! Ah, mother, 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 mother! Ayah, ayah! The bear pushed her way through the gathering crowd and hurried home unhurt. One does not readily lift a hand against an old favorite, and she was home before people realized the terrible event. Luckily for everybody, Kayaktan was, and still is, blessed with that most useful of men, an honest lawyer. He was a barrister at law, but the queer convention of some parts of Europe which restricts the best lawyers to talking in court, and allows them to be consulted only through another lawyer, is as unknown in Burma as in America. At Kayakan, as in Boston, you do not need to be lathered in one shop and shaved in another. You choose your lawyer and go to him straight. The Kayakan barrister had been an official once, but, as people said, he had retired and reformed. In sober truth, he had been one of the best commissioners ever known in Burma, 
and now his mere presence at Kayakan made life more bearable to honest men for many miles around. To him the husband of the unhappy young mother, just milked dry, went running, a score of women probably shrieking instructions after him, and half the woman in Kayakan standing ready to advise. But, wonderful to tell, there were many of them on the side of the bear, poor harmless orphan, and when, after a while, the obedient husband slowly returned to his wife, and did not announce a suit or anything else to be done, some praised the lawyer, and others said that the man had only pretended to go and consult him. The strangest thing of all, significant of much, was that nobody then complained to the bear's master, or even told him of the matter. He was left to learn it later from the bantering of the honest lawyer. Was there ever a pet so popular before? End of section 67 Recording by Nancy Cochran Gergen, Gilbert, Arizona